1: Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I'm here with Serlina Maxwell, and we are so excited to talk to one of our absolute favorite congresswomen. It's Representative Sharice Davids, serving Kansas's third congressional district. Congresswoman, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Hi, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? You know, we're surviving this pandemic, and so I feel like that's an accomplishment. If I do no other things in the day,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a low bar. I have say, pretty all right.
2: Yeah. How are you doing? I'm like, you know, I'm pretty all right. Pretty
1: all right is a good guy like that. Pretty all right. Pretty all right. Yeah. That's good. Okay, more or less. So. Yeah. you have a new children's book it's called Charisse's big voice a Native kid becomes a Congresswoman and I was so excited when I heard about this project because your election I mean you're you're a wonderful congresswoman and I think we can see why we why people wanted you to be in Congress to represent them but I worked at emily's list for a long time and and your election was not a a a guarantee at all you you came from (laughs) from several unlikely backgrounds to serve in congress and yet you saw yourself as a congresswoman you stood up you asked people for their votes and you got them that's the story we should be telling kids. (laughs) So, so tell me when, when did, when did you figure out that, that this was a that you wanted to tell your story, your autobiography, and you wanted to tell it to kids?
0: You know, it was, it, it was sometime after the election. And I actually can't remember if it was after the swearing in or not, but, um, but it was, it was sometime after the election. And I think, you know, we were doing what we do, which is sit around and talk about how um, wild life is. And um, at some point I said, like, oh, I should write a book. Uh, I, sh- I should do a kid's book. And um, and and then I think, so there was the idea of it. Um, and just kind of definitely wanted to make sure young people knew that, that uh, everybody's path is different. Um, but also I found out that in children's books, only like one percent of the characters are uh, Native American, and I just—I—I I mean, that was enough for me to say, "Wow, we really should do this. This isn't just, um, you know, one of those flash in the pan kind of ideas. We should—we should actually do this." So, been a lot of late nights and Sundays uh, putting the book
2: together. <laughs>
1: one of the things I absolutely I, beautiful
2: yes it is and oh, one of the things I think oh my goodness, um, illustrator. <laughs> uh, when I think about um the need for a book like this that shows your experience and your um backstory is is the the fact that a lot of kids they see people in congress and they see people in positions of power and they're like oh that person didn't have to go through anything they probably mm-hmm. had advantages and that's true in some cases but in your case that's not true um you know Mm -hmm. you were you're the child of a single mother so can you just talk about how um you know you wanted to to highlight the fact that you had to overcome a lot of obstacles in order to get where Mm -hmm. you are and hopefully that can connect um kids of different backgrounds to that part of your story yeah for sure you know i thought
0: that um i've kind of always thought that my my story wasn't necessarily unique. Uh, it's definitely unique for Congress, but it wasn't. But it doesn't right. feel super. You know, I mean, a lot of people know. I actually think a lot of people know what it's like to feel um, invisible um, or kind of unseen. Um, and and I think that sometimes seeing somebody else's uh, story and experience, even if it's even if it's a little bit different. Um, can help, can, just can help people help, especially kids see that like, you know you're not alone in this. Um, you're not. I know it feels often like we're alone in all of this, but um, but getting the chance to see other people and their experiences sometimes can help validate you know how you're feeling. And then i, w- I was so glad that you mentioned the the different. Uh, just kind of different paths and 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 that sort of thing. But I am sure there's probably people who look at look at me in the position I'm in now and think, oh, she must she must have had it all figured out from the beginning. She probably was like a valedictorian or never got in trouble right. or, or, or or something. And I think most of us, well, kids think grownups have it figured out, right? And I think we all know that <laughs> we don't. Um, and, and so I, I felt like, <laughs> uh, I felt like that was, um, I, I was just really glad when you said that because I, I do feel like, you know, being able to demonstrate that all of our paths are different, they're twisty and turny and, um, there's obstacles and, and of course some people have more obstacles than other people. And I think that that part's really important to just to tell young people, as often as possible so they can internalize it.
1: Yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about the title of the book, Charisse's big voice, because mm-hmm. that has a, a couple of different meanings for you. And I, and yeah. I, I want to make sure that we share those with our audience.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I'm Ho-Chunk and uh, I'm really, really glad that we got a chance to share a bit about the Ho-Chunk, um, History and traditions uh, in in the book. So there's there's a, a part in the back of the book where John Greenier, who, um who is Ho Chunk and used to actually was the president of Ho Chunk for a little while, um, shares shares some information about about the tribe. But uh, my the name Ho Chunk uh, literally translates into into people of the sacred voice. You know, we have traditions around um, the our, our language and um, and Ho Chunk being uh, given to us by the Creator, and that um, when when we use the Ho Chunk language, you can speak directly to the Creator. And so there are um, lots of stories and history around that. And um, and and sometimes sometimes it's translated as people's the big voice, and which obviously I feel like fits mm-hmm. me. Uh, pretty appropriately, and then, and then it, you know, as you read the book, you see that there are there are just it's a journey of kind of finding coming into my own voice, finding out um, or like learning different lessons, and so in some in in some ways it's like the the chance to bring both of those two things together, and um, and Sharice's big voice is um, is definitely a combination of all the history and tradition and um, strong Ho-Chunk people that uh, got me here and also me learning to use my own good voice.
2: One of the things I love um, in the I description love- of how of you when you were a kid is that you had the gift of gab <laughs> and that mm. you were very talkative <laughs> um, and you asked questions of people that, you know, walked by, you were always talking, um, but also listening Um, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I love precocious young people who are very curious about the world around them. Um, can you, can you talk about sort of the, your goal in terms of when young people sit down to read this book, um, of all backgrounds, um, is it Mm -hmm. your hope that they not only can see themselves in part of your experience, but also think about running for office as a possible goal? Because. I think what 2018, um, you know, uh, that midterm elections, it elected so many wonderful people um, and so many of them come from backgrounds that aren't the one, you know, that we're referencing in terms of the traditional path to Congress. Um, And I Mm -hmm. think that if people can see themselves in your experience or relate to it in a specific way they can say oh wait maybe i should go do that and i think that's the right answer um because mm-hmm. yeah. obviously the the traditional leadership model we've been sort of living in like it's been better. it could go it could have went better it could be going better <laughs>
0: hmm. <laughs> it could be going better than pretty always right? um I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so i think so of course yes if if uh, young people, um, or anybody really, reads reads Charissa's voice and um, and recognizes a little bit of uh, either of themselves or or something that they um, can identify with or connect with. I think that, um, and 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 then they realize, oh my goodness, I could you know run for run for something or um, you know I should. I should be an, uh, an elected I think that I think that would be awesome. I also do think that um you know the uh takeaway from the book or at least what I hope um some of the takeaway is is to recognize you know each of us has our own path and um I want I was I did want to be thoughtful about not making it um not making it seem like i'm trying to to say you should want to run for Congress or something um run for something because uh you know there's lots of there's we're, we all have our own journey and figuring out what we how um how we can just like be ourselves um and that no matter what that looks like, you know if you want to be uh an artist, um I'm not artistic, so that was not my path. <laughs> <laughs> um that's that's awesome and and you should absolutely do it and and if that's what you decide to do you deserve to be seen and heard uh no matter what you no matter what you're what you do um where you're from uh what obstacles you've uh run into um if you've moved past them or not uh you you deserve to be seen and heard and and you you're important um and i think that that to me feels like the um the thing I can hope the most for uh when people read the book
1: I I like that you show up with your your whole self with that message I I feel like sometimes when we get memoirs after someone has achieved something wonderful it is it is just about a path to achieving that thing and what they overcame to do it and and you mm. showed up with all of the interests that you had as a kid and all of the influences, like your mom is such a big part of this, but I, mm. you're, you're not just the first Native American congresswoman, you're not just the, the first LGBTQ Native American congresswoman, you're also the first MMA fighter and Bruce Lee is w- all over this book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you. About Bruce Lee and and what why why include that piece of it when you're telling the story of running for Congress? Like what why what's the the benefit for explaining your your love of martial arts as you're talking about um, this amazing thing that you have done with your life?
0: Oh, that's so funny! I it didn't occur to me to not do that. Um, I think it's because <laughs> I think it's because I. I think of martial arts, and so it's actually in my in my life when I talk about my professional life and my m- regular life. I guess but, you know they don't. It doesn't feel like a huge separation, <laughs> but um, I I've al- I always say my martial arts um, because it feels because I, because as a human being I have grown so much from my interest and love and practice of martial arts. And, um, and when I think about what I was like as a kid and, and also just the fact that, you know, I wanted to learn martial arts when I was younger, but my mom couldn't afford to, you know, be out there raising three kids and also put us in every single thing that we wanted to do. And, um, and so in some ways it's, uh, it, it was a thing that kind of felt like an obstacle, but it also felt like a huge piece of my growth as a human. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it absolutely it was, does. And yeah. I mean,
1: something that you return I, to I as an I, adult that you weren't able to pursue as a child, I think is a really, um, that's a really good lesson for kids, especially kids of, of single parents or kids whose, whose families don't have the incomes to you know put them in, in horse riding classes or ballet yeah. classes or martial arts classes. yeah
0: like,
1: you don't have to give and, that stuff up
0: right yeah and even that, that that's something that I feel like um, when you're a kid, you know uh, and when you see what other other kids have, that you kind of wanted or uh, whether it's a thing or, or, um, an activity and you don't get to do it, it can be really disappointing. Um, to, it's just really disappointing. And, and it kind of feels like you look around and you see everybody else getting to do exactly what they want to do. Um, but, but you're not alone in that.
1: (laughs) I do want to ask about, um, your, your mom, because she she not only is is throughout the book she's she was a real inspiration behind writing the book. Did did you mm-hmm. have lots of conversations with your mom about what kind of a kid you were? Like it, it feels like some of these things are things that 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 you probably remembered together. And I was curious about that process.
0: Yeah, it actually that's. Um... It, it, it's very it was a very funny process because I did have a lot of conversations with my mom. Um and so did Nancy, uh, my co author because which was which was so interesting to, to have um a an outside person, you know, to hear my mom's perspective because it's a, when you're a kid you remember things so differently. Um or they land differently or something, you know, and so my, my mom, uh, absolutely had, uh, a a pretty big role in, in which stories ended up getting included. You know, the, the story about, um, my classmate running out of the, out of the classroom, um, -hmm. and, and me kind of learning that lesson about, about listening to people. Um, I think that it probably, in some ways, brought up. We ended up talking about all kinds of things that we had hadn't really ever talked about before. Um, so it was it, it was so it's funny because there's all kinds of stuff that's not in the book that came out of the book because of the process and me getting the chance to connect with my mom in a different way than than I had before.
1: That's lovely.
2: In and the illustrations of, oh, are okay. so
1: beautiful. Oh, Zelina, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, it's okay.
1: Oh, I was gonna just asking about the art. It's it's so pretty and so vibrant and it doesn't look like mm-hmm. the it, it, it you know, it it stands apart for most kids' books just, just by the illustrations.
0: So how did you find the the artist? Yeah, I so I so Joshua is amazing and he is um he's somebody that a a a bunch of us on the you know kind of on the team um were were just looking for a a native or an, an indigenous artist and i i of course that was really important to me and um i think helpful i actually have thought had the thought i it's so fortunate that we're in a time where um i can i can say it's really important to me that we have an, an indigenous artist and um and everybody you know, understands that that that's that, like that that's going to be part of the project <laughs> um because i know that a lot of people who have been doing this kind of stuff before me would that would have might have been a really hard um a really hard thing to to make happen um but you know he he's he's done uh, uh, a few other things but this is his first children's book so I was just like blown away by the vibrancy and the colors and um his his style and in fact when we reached when we reached out and he sent um I don't know what the technical term is, but, you know, the kind of an, an initial draft so we could see um, what direction he might go. he actually ended up drawing and sending over the first, the, the first picture was, is the picture that's like my favorite picture in the book. Um, there's an image of, of me as a, a small um, child talking to my mom and she's looking at me and we're walking and you can tell I mean it comes out in the it comes off the page that I'm just like chatting away and I'm like and my mom is just listening to me patiently and engaged and and that picture feels like my childhood um and so we were we were sold immediately and I that was before I even saw the the colors that were going to come off of the page and so I think jo- Joshua did such an amazing job, and he is. Um, I hope he wins some kind of awards and stuff. I don't know how that works,
2: but yeah. <laughs> so um, one last question we had is: obviously, this Pride Month is a lot different than last year. Um, we're still mm-hmm. in the pandemic, though, um, but it does mm-hmm. feel like we are actually free to celebrate in in this mm-hmm. June, June's Pride Month. How do you plan to celebrate? Anything fun? Anything fun planned? <laughs> um, well, you know,
0: uh over the weekend in DC, um I got to uh walk around a bit and um and and be outside during the um I didn't actually go to the actual parade part, because that's kind of a lot of uh, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> but it's a um lot. But there's that and then every every I, I feel like um there's a lot of just kind of small get togethers that we're doing and then um and then a lot I'm still doing a lot of Zoom events and so getting the chance I've talked to um we're ha- are we halfway through the month, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh I've yeah, we are a couple we are. of yeah, it's wild. Um uh, a couple <laughs> of like youth groups and um, I'm doing, uh, I, am just trying to do all of the connecting that I can, whether it's in person or online, uh, with other people and, and, getting a chance to talk about, you know, just the history. I mean, there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of things that are like this, but where, you know, the history, um, of, uh, what the LGBTQ plus community has um, uh, has gone through uh, in this country and, and around the world, and then compare it to where we are now. Obviously, there's still a lot of work to do, but the fact that um, you know we're we're like making progress is something um, to be celebrated, uh, and and something that we can use as kind of motivation to keep to keep. Just bugging away and pushing forward.
2: It's important to keep. I think going. we all need keep we all need away. a
1: little motivation after last year.
2: Mm. <laughs> and sleep. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and sleep. No, we do. I appreciate do. that. No, I, I like hearing that from a Congressperson because I think yes. my mom always used to tell me that you need to get your rest, and I've always my whole life felt guilty if I like get rest or take mm. a nap or like, you know, take mm-hmm. a break. Um but I'm telling you guys you need to take that break. Take the breaks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We all show up
2: <laughs> we all
0: show up in a in a better way if we if we get sleep, if we and I mean I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not perfect. Um none of us are. So I'm I, I I'm like, okay, I have, to, I have to make sure I eat some kind of fruit or vegetable today. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I just am in the fortunate position that I also have people around me who will ask me, did you eat? Did you sleep? But, yeah. I, basically, I basically reverted to being a small child. People it's important, me. though, to <laughs> have those I people.
2: No, <laughs> it's really know. true. I love it. I, I you really appreciate know, it. Know, sometimes really successful people, no one asks them that. No one ever asks, like, they're, they're, people are like, oh, that mm-hmm. person is just really busy and successful. So they don't need mm-hmm. to be asked, like, how they're doing, if they've eaten, if they've eaten are they getting sleep? How's their mm-hmm. mental health? Like, no one, that's no. they're like, oh, they're, they're fine. So I appreciate yeah. that you have people in your life that do that. It's so critical.
0: I do, too. I appreciate it, too. And that's a really good point. We all need that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. thank
2: you. Thank you for bringing
1: it up. <laughs> and thank, thank you for being honest here on this show. The, the book is Charisse's Big Voice, A Native Kid Becomes a Congresswoman, and I, I recommend it regardless of whether you have children, but especially if you have children. Congresswoman Sharice Davids, uh, thank you for joining us and doing everything that you do uh, in Washington for Kansas and, and the rest of us every day. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad
0: I got a chance to be on here and um, talk yes. to you guys
1: this morning. Thank you so much. Please stay safe Come back you. anytime.
0: We'll be back tomorrow with another
1: Signal Boost podcast.
2: Thanks for listening.